This is the Kingdom Movement Podcast, a place where we will explore through conversation how discipleship, theology, and community really can transform our world. Jake Johnson and Paula Mendes here for our very first uh, official Kingdom Movement podcast episode. We're super excited to get started and we have a special, but not special because we are going to have her on multiple, multiple times, guest with us, Siamo Cieli, and we're super excited to start kind of our first series, which is going to be about our core values as Kingdom Movement, which is worship, family, and mission. So we're going to start with the topic of worship. But first, I'll let these guys say hello to you, right? Yes. Hello, guys. Uh, here we are. Hi. Hi, everyone. So we're super excited. Um, we kind of have some questions that we're going to kick this conversation off with, um, talking about worship. So I think the best way to start is to begin with the question of how would you guys define worship? I feel like worship, actually, before we even start this podcast, episode or recording Paulo you even said it's this is probably one of the harder ones to define yes. like yeah. to make a clear definition so I think that's why it's good to have a conversation to get maybe uh, our thoughts thinking in new and creative ways on how we can define worship but I'll hand it over to you guys maybe share your initial thoughts I don't know which one of you want <laughs> Diablo over here is looking nervous so we'll make her go first um, when it comes to worship I think there's a lot of things to cover when speaking about it because there's the sitting in a room singing and all that aspect of it and then there's a heart part of it Mm. so every time i think of worship i think of a heart posture so where my heart is or where somebody's heart is in everything that they do because um you're worshiping in spirit and in truth so you're trying to do everything you're doing from a heart that is pure I don't know if that makes. I hope. No, that that's great. Sense. Actually, that's a great perspective. I think to start it off, in the sense of our heart, whatever it's looking towards, in a sense, is what we're worshiping. Yeah. I, that's what I'm hearing you say. Yeah. yeah. How about for you, Father? Oh yeah, this is a hard one for me. Uh, but yeah, I. I just feel like worship is, it's, uh, it's a state. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's more, more than anything, it's a state, it's a position that we put us as uh, children, as people who belong to this God who loves us. So it's a state that would put us to kind of uh, gratefully, but also just put our hearts, say, hey, Lord, we're here, we love yeah. you, and mm-hmm. we want to be part of whatever you're doing, and we want to give back whatever we can, which is our heart, which is the thing that we can, God gave us, gave that to us, as Tiam was saying, so we just say, hey, whatever we have, we want to give it to you, so yeah. that's, that's no. how I define it. Well, you know, we kind of went into this conversation, just ready to have a conversation, but I, I think already, uh, that's a great anchor to start at, which mm-hmm. is this idea of heart posture, because mm. I think when you talk about worship, or when you, you know, in the Bible, there's idols, right, and God would get mad at his people for worshiping idols versus worshiping him. 
but really what was the what was the problem with that let's yeah. say like yeah. why was god so upset like uh, okay why couldn't they just go burn some incense mm-hmm. over here yeah. but i think it's the idea of like who do you trust to organize to um, empower to yes. help your life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and whatever you worship so like when i think of the interactions i've had on campus so far one of the biggest uh conversations that usually always gets brought up at some point is money mm-hmm. uh you know I've, ha- I've sat down and asked someone before like the question when i'm getting to know them like what is your goal in life like what mm-hmm. do you want to see happen because i think all of us have something that we're aiming for yes. yeah. and a lot of times the response will be to make money yes. you know um and i think behind that is this desire to have security right yeah. to have comfort to have something maybe they didn't have before or mm-hmm. to continue to have what they've grown up in yeah. but it's this definition of like money is what gets me what i need yeah. right yeah. and you know not to pick on those people but in a way that is a heart posture mm-hmm. to say that money is the thing that can provide what i need to have the life that i want and in a way that's why in the bible it says you know you can't worship god and money money. jesus makes a very strong distinction Mm -hmm. with money and i think the reason being is because money is such an easy thing to fall into for security um and the heart posture becomes like what are you worshiping in order to bring that security but yeah what do you guys think yes uh and just like one thing i was just thinking uh i don't want to be i don't want to sound rude but i just feel like uh whenever we are worshiping something that it's not god you know we're kind of fooling ourselves you know because most of the things those things are things that we can never control you know for example like money you know you can try hard you can work hard you know to get all that money and everything you know but what happened is more than us controlling that thing, that thing comes and controls us, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to base everything, even our marriage, you know, in that life of just making enough money, making as much money as we can, you know. So while worshiping, you know, while worshiping God, you know, it's not about control. It's just about you giving up control, you know. Yeah. You give like the only thing that I have, which is my body, which is my heart, I'm giving it back to you, God. And then God coming and through that, giving us control, you know. So yeah. I just feel like there's this twist yeah do you have any thoughts you want to add to that um not really i think it's a thing of very often we don't realize how much we idolize it yeah how much we worship it and stuff so you are like oh i trust in god but at the back of your mind if he gives me money or if he gives Mm -hmm. me this if he gives me things that will make me want to worship him yeah because very often it's like this i think it's a blurred line Mm -hmm. between worshiping god because you want to or worshiping god Mm. because you want something from him yeah i my team or our team makes fun of me a lot so vanessa and i watch this goofy show on netflix called married at first sight paul is already (laughs) but bro even though it's like a reality tv show kind of drama filled whatever it's funny how many like um ways the lord has spoken to me through these people trying to work out marriage because marriage is such a picture of God's love for us and our yes. love for him mm-hmm. um, and like seeing these people try to put that into action without ever knowing each other is just kind of funny yeah mm-hmm. um, so the premise of the show is basically these people get married they've never met each other they don't meet each other till the day they get married mm-hmm. so like they get married and then it's basically doing the reverse they have to find out about <laughs> each other afterwards but it's funny the reason why I'm bringing that up is in the show 
so many of these people's perspective, even going into marriage, is what can you give me? Marriage is about what can I get out of you and yes. what can you get out of me, rather than coming to a place and saying, what can I give to you, right? Yeah. How can I love you better? And I get the premise of the show is like, these people don't even know each other. But it just reveals how selfish we really yes. can be yeah. in our heart of hearts that at the end of the day, are we willing to say, God, I trust you regardless of what, if it benefits me personally yeah. because you are the creator you're the one that made me you're the one that loves me i trust like jesus says in the at the end of the sermon on the mount you know look at the birds of the of the field or the birds of the air and the lilies of the field like yeah. they don't you know go to work every day nine to five but they know that god's going to take care of them you know yeah. and he says how much more does god care about you mm-hmm. um and paulo i think you brought up a really good idea of this uh, you know, we, we fixate on, like, can God give us what we want? But when we go before him, it no longer becomes, God, will you fix my agendas? Mm-hmm. And because I, I think that's the root of it, right? Yeah. We want God to fit into our agendas mm-hmm. for our lives rather than saying, God, what is your agenda yes. for my life, right? And that may, not, that may mean you don't get to drive the Mercedes Benz, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um but God will provide other things that maybe you didn't imagine for yourself mm-hmm. before, right? And I just feel like uh, one thing that I've just realized is that it, it's a long, uh, kind of hard uh, process, you know. But what happened is once you get to God and say, hey, God, you know, like you with honest heart, you know, and, and just like with a worship heart, you know. Yes, it would be hard because he will tell you, hey, maybe this and this and this way is not what I what I want yeah. you to do, you know. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like slowly he will just start showing you how all these things really, they really, they really don't matter, you know. Mm-hmm. I know like saying this, you know, out loud, you know, and out there, you know, people might be cringing, like, mm, yeah. is that actually <laughs> true, you know. But I just feel like the fact that we have heard this so much, you know, just that says something, you know, and I've learned that, you know, that... Sometimes we have dreams and then God will come and teach us, you know, that those dreams are not are not as as important as we think they are. Yeah. Mm. And that's that's a sacrifice. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, I think this whole concept even too, you know, like I'm not this isn't the magic formula, right? Like do what God wants and then you get even better than what you thought, mm-hmm. right? I don't think it works that the Bible's full Jesus promises that yeah. if you follow him, there will be blessing, but there's also suffering, yeah. right? Mm. That you share part of being uh, Christian, Christ-like, is to bear the world's brokenness and suffering mm-hmm. in yourself, yeah. Yeah. like Christ bore it, so that you can bring healing to the world, right? Mm-hmm. And we'll, maybe we'll get into that as a part of worship. But something for me, like, I'll just use relationships as an example in my own life, that before I came to Botswana the first time, like back in 2016, um, one of the big like challenges I had was like, letting go of trying to make a relationship happen for myself right Mm -hmm. and that it even almost prevented me from coming the first time Mm -hmm. um but i finally got to the point and said like lord i know this is what you want me to do so if i do it i'm trusting that you're going to provide what Mm -hmm. i desire right Mm -hmm. in your timing so i'm handing it to you god like i'm no longer going to try and make this happen for myself i'm going to trust in you and what's funny is the second I, before I even left, that's when I ended up meeting Vanessa. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it was the heart posture. What we've been talking about shifted from, I got to make this happen, God, yeah. and I just want you to approve it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like <laughs> I'm gonna make it happen, then I want you to tell me it's okay. To mm-hmm. 
God, I trust you in this area of my life, and I trust that you'll provide what I need. Mm. Um, and I know, Paulo, from your own testimonies that you've shared, there are moments, yeah. your career especially. Even coming here, yeah. just yeah. like being here in Botswana for me was just really, this really draining, you know, and humbling experience, you know, just having the, the, the dream and knowing that God called me to come here. And then, but then you have to be, you know, patient. You have to wait for God's time to get here, you know, because mm. I was supposed to come with you guys. Mm. You yeah. Know? And then it changed. I was supposed to come with Amanda and, and Alida. And then it changed. I was supposed to come a month after that, you know, yeah. and then it just kept changing, you know, and I was just feeling really frustrated, like, come on, God, what's going on, you know, mm. but it, it slowly, slowly mm. humbled me, you know, and I got here, I just feel like I got here in the perfect time, yeah. you know, the beginning of the semester, you know, and I met these amazing people. Yeah, and, you know, even from my selfish long-term vision, you know, now that Amanda and Alita are departing, at least for a little bit, like, that would have left just Vanessa and I, and if you would have come with them, your year would have been up at the yes. same time, yes. so it's like having you here as a third person to help on the team, uh, for that extra bid, even mm -hmm. is just a huge mm -hmm. blessing. Yes. I don't know. Is there an example for you that you feel like you want to share? I'm putting you <laughs> on the spot, but if not, it's okay. Um, no, not yet. <laughs> okay, no worries. So I think we can maybe move on to the next question, which is why do you think worship has such an impact on people? So, you know, this we can keep it in the realm of like when there is a powerful, we talk about like a powerful worship service or we say like, mm -hmm. wow, the Lord's presence was in the room. You know what I mean? Like, what do you think it is that makes people say that? You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, why do you think, because there is a shift in the room, right? Mm -hmm. And some people may say, oh, it's just emotions or it's just mm -hmm. this or that. But like, there's something about going into a space and really handing over control to God and saying, what do you mm -hmm. want to say to me? And people walk out different, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So, yeah, what are your guys' thoughts on that, if you have any? They're looking at each other. <laughs> yeah. uh, for me, the thing why I'm looking at you is, this is one question that I might need to formulate a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. because of the, of the, I always thought of worship, not, not that I'm saying it, it's not a group thing, you know, mm -hmm. but for me, every time I go to worship, you know, I, I'm thinking about worship most of the times, you know, even it's like kind of personal thing, even when I'm with this group of people, you know, it's kind of me, you know, kind of putting myself in that, in that situation, you know, in the situation of worship, you know, and then everybody else putting them, themselves in the situation of worship. And then all together, we just come and, and, and for some reason with us doing that, God comes and moves, which yeah. is one thing that I don't understand. Maybe I will want to hear your answers about, <laughs> about the question. Yeah, I think part of it is just this idea that when we get together, right? I think mm -hmm. this life, and we'll talk about that in the, the family episode maybe a bit more, but mm -hmm. the Christian journey, I you know, I don't let's say the discipleship journey. I think that's a better way of putting yeah. it. The discipleship journey has never ever from the inception of you know God's kingdom been about doing this alone or solo mm -hmm. you know yes. you know I've heard people say ah, I don't need church or blah 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 I'm spiritual is a big thing now you know I'm spiritual um, and but in reality yes you can all of us have a, a spirit right mm -hmm. a, that aspect of who we are mm -hmm. but the reality is that we were always meant to do life together, yes. right? And the messiness that comes with doing life together is, I think, what people shy away from or, mm -hmm. like, 
creates that like rejection of community because mm. one I think sometimes people are just afraid of accountability mm. because there is accountability in community you don't yeah. just get to do whatever you want or say <laughs> whatever you want right um, and some people are not at the at the place that they're willing to confront that in, in themselves mm. right um, I think the other part of it too is just this idea of like in community you can't hide right That's true that if you are living in real community, you have to be vulnerable, right? You have to be willing to say, here I am, um, and I don't have it all together, I don't have all the answers. But I think part of why worship can be so powerful is that when we get to that place that we're finally willing to take those barriers down and take those barriers down with each other, we recognize like there's a freedom in that, right? Mm -hmm. That really, we have been almost imprisoning ourselves um, in this false facade that we have to look a certain way, be a certain mm-hmm. way, have a certain attitude. And when we come before God and we say, that's not who I really am, yes. Lord, and I want you to see me as I really am, um, we realize there is a God on the other end that is not ready to throw us in prison or jail, but he's actually waiting to set us free. Yeah. And I think when people are free, that's why they can walk away and say things like, I just feel lighter. I just feel like mm. at peace. I just feel this love and this joy because in the presence of God, that's really what it's all about. But yeah. ironically, when hardship comes for, I think all of us, our natural inclination is to run away. You know what I mean? Run away from people, yes. run away from God, yeah. isolate ourselves. But really, we're just kind of going back to that old prison then, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, so what I was going to say is along the lines of what you said, but it was about like how where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Mm -hmm. And usually when you're in a place where there's people around you, you're easily vulnerable with God. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think if you listen to why people listen to music, it's, oh, it makes me feel a certain way. Mm -hmm. Oh, even not even about like Christian gospel music. We're talking music in general. People are seeking music to feel something yeah which means even when it's written for god it can make you feel something Mm -hmm. and usually it brings and breaks down walls that you never thought you had built up Mm -hmm. and it makes you vulnerable to the spirit of god yeah because the spirit of god is everywhere but once you are vulnerable and sensitive to it it can move in different ways and the moment you're singing and appreciating god depending on the type of songs you're singing, it's like bringing you to a place where you are recognizing what might be wrong and recognizing what might need changing in your life. I think that's why it usually has a huge impact on people because very often it's brought you to a place where you never thought Mm -hmm. you'd be. Mm -hmm. And it's brought you to a place Mm -hmm. where you never understood why things happened Mm -hmm. the way they did. So, yeah, I think that's... (laughs) and like there's this book I'm reading, I'm listening actually, uh, from N.T. Wright, uh, as ever in heaven is in on earth as in heaven. On earth as in heaven. Yes, <laughs> on earth as in heaven. Okay. So he 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 talks about. I think he mentions in other books, um, but he talks about the idea of when Moses sends the 
they spies to the promised land. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. And then they come or they go as a big group, you know, they come, this big group says, oh man, it's a bad people, they're this giant and everything. Mm -hmm. But then uh, Caleb and Joshua. and Joshua, you know, they just bring these fruits and everything, you know, and then they show to the people and people start eating those fruits, you know, mm -hmm. and then it's just like, oh, the places we're going, you know, it's really this amazing thing, you know, and then it brings that in the perspective that art you know, music, you know, worship, you know, it's this thing, you know, is as if uh, those people, you know, bringing those fruits, you know, saying, try and eat it, you know, mm. this is how amazing the thing, the life that is to come, you know, yeah. this is how, how, how amazing the life that is to come is going mm. to be. And I just feel like that that's actually really true, you know, because when you go to worship, you live there with with a lot of you know mm. energy you know a lot of motivation like really mm. i do i really want to continue to be christian you know so mm. i just feel like it's god giving us a little bit of yeah. perspective of what is about to come you know and then it's just so i just love i like that perspective yeah and what yeah. you guys were saying and i think that's a great segue into kind of what i want to talk about next because there are other aspects of worship that i think are not thought of as worship and we kind of discussed this before we started recording but I, I think even the idea of what, what is Christian hope, I think most people, they really don't have a good idea mm -hmm. of Christian hope. They think, okay, great, we'll be in like some disembodied clouds, like singing, yes. you know, forever. <laughs> but that is a very narrow definition of worship, is mm -hmm. to sing songs to yeah. God. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, I think that's part of it, but although I think you touched on a great thing, that all aspects of human life, of creativity are an aspect a reflection of God right yes. that because he is the creator God and so we go back to Genesis 1 we're gonna do a biblical story series here a few episodes in um, and the whole premise that we're gonna talk about there is this idea of image of God right yeah. mm -hmm. this is it three times God made man and women in his mm -hmm. image so what does that mean it means that we are meant to be a reflection of God's goodness into creation mm -hmm. and reflecting creation's goodness back, back to God. To God yes. So it's like a double-sided mirror, if you mm -hmm. will. And so part of worship is not just singing songs, but it's taking the creation that God has given us authority over. Because even in the Genesis account, again, it says that God gives man and women dominion over his creation. They are meant as his image bearers to rule over the creation on his behalf, right? Yeah. So when we reflect God's love into creation, then creation will fit in its proper place, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So the, the brokenness that we see now is this idea that when we don't reflect God's love, his goodness into creation, whether it be how we treat the earth, how we treat each other, yeah. how we, you know, manipulate things, how we have you know, take things into our hands to benefit ourselves. All those are a broken reflection of, a, of an authority that God has given us. So when we live out our lives in alignment with God's love, mm -hmm. so when we treat others with respect, right? When we actually do care about how we treat the environment, which may sound super weird to some of you, <laughs> yes. how we create, right, mm -hmm. yeah. are all things that we can when put in its proper place right meaning we're reflecting god's love into those things mm. they become a form of worship yes. right yeah. mm -hmm. and i think when we think of worship that way it can transform everything that we do yeah. mm -hmm. because all of a sudden worship isn't just about going to a building and singing mm -hmm. songs mm -hmm. worship is about taking god's love wherever we're going yes. you know mm -hmm. yeah. my final thought on that would just be so like in the biblical story the place where people would go to worship god was the temple mm -hmm. right um, and that's why the temple was so important because 
in the Old Testament, that was the place that you would experience God's presence. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like now where it's like, oh, you could go anywhere and everywhere, and that's where God's presence would be. That was the place where you would meet God. But Paul, taking up the ideas of what Jesus is saying in the New Testament, now says, with the Holy Spirit, you, you and I together become the temple of God. And I don't think we fully grasp yeah. what that means. Mm -hmm. It means if the Spirit of God is dwelling in us, wherever you and I go, that becomes a place for people to encounter the love of God. Yeah. And they, in a, in a way, that is an act of worship. Yeah. Yeah. When we love people with the love of God, and when they encounter the love of God in us, that is a form of worship, adoration, honoring, heart posture towards mm -hmm. God. So that, there's my rant, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was watching this, this video on YouTube. It's this guy who is, who is, who is a musician. He writes music and he's, he's respected and everything, mm -hmm. you know. And then he was just going, you know, through... Uh, he had this challenge, people were just challenging him, you know. They sent him a list of Christian songs, you know, like, go and listen to this and bring some kind of perspective on this, you know. Yeah. And then he went and listened, you know, he did a live and then went and listened, you know. And then it was just so over, like, overwhelmed with how, like, how worship songs, you know, have these, the, for some reason, you know, the, the worship song, you know, just brings you some kind of energy some kind of hope you know some kind of you know like this energy of just wanting to get up you know and wanting to say hey man I, it's worth living in this place you know yeah. so i just feel like most of the times you know when people are going through a really hard time you know they run to worship songs you know because it just gives you that 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 hope you know just gives that perspective of, you know what even though i'm thinking about taking my life i just feel like I can still give a little a, a chance to this yeah. place, you know, to this earth, as messed up as it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think with like doing everything that you do with the perspective that love, the love of God lives within you, and it is a form of worship, is a new perspective to everything. Because mm. the moment you realize that worship is in everything that you do then everything you do will be done as worship. Yeah. Because if you don't know that, you just do everything because you can. Yeah. And when you have a godly perspective to the way you do life, people can see God through mm -hmm. you. I don't know if that makes sense. And if you're living out that life, then it's easier to invite people to that life. Yeah. Because it's easier to speak to somebody and be like, hey, this is why I'm filled with joy. And yeah. this is why when I walk around, I can so easily communicate with other people and make people feel like family. It's because I'm living for one person mm. and I'm living to show what he's done for me yeah. and reflect what he is to me and yeah. all that. That's great. So, yeah. yeah, and kind of to wrap up the last two questions and maybe wrap up the conversation, it's, how can worship bring about transformation to our world, right? And then how can we think creatively about worship in order to reach people who maybe are hesitant to go to like a normal church setting, right? Because there's plenty of people at UB that uh, I would put in that category maybe. Um, and I think what can be so impacting about this, and I, you know, we've talked about it, but think about it. In every single life, whether it's a BSc student, whether it's you're in the business department, Imagine for a moment with me if instead of just viewing your day as something to get through, mm -hmm. right, something to suffer through, 
you took every opportunity to say, God, what do you have for me today? Yeah. Mm. And you saw the student that was having a hard time. And you may be going through a hard time, but you just say, you know what? Let me just ask if I can pray for this person. Yeah. Maybe they just need to know that they're seen, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't have to be some spiritual giant to be someone to, that just cares. Maybe it's, yeah. you know what? I know my friend is hungry today. He's run out of money. Maybe I'll just buy him, you know, a sandwich or whatever. Mm -hmm. But even those small things can become an act of love, yeah. which invites people into an atmosphere of worship to see who Jesus is, right? Mm -hmm. And obviously there has to become a point where they... They recognize that Jesus is behind that, but I don't think we always have to be like, I'm doing this because Jesus loves yeah. you. You better not, you know what I mean? Like, that's not what God's asking us to mm -hmm. do. It, rather, he's wanting us as an act of worship to begin to operate in right relationship again, yes. right? Yeah. I think that's the heart posture, and then the conversations will come, right? God mm -hmm. will begin to stir in people's hearts. And I think whether it's you work at immigration, and instead of being like everyone else there who doesn't care about their job doesn't care about the foreigner you say you know what i'm gonna work really hard because these people you know need an advocate yeah. for them maybe you work in the mines like what we kind of talked about <laughs> on the way here and you say yeah i could just you know do the bare minimum and get the paycheck mm -hmm. but people's lives are depending on me yeah. and i need to do this the best mm -hmm. i can mm -hmm. yeah i could just show up and be a doctor because it's super needed in botswana and you know, I can just do whatever I need to do. But you know what? I'm going to work really hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could be the guy who orders paper. And just slack off and get the paycheck, you know, because my dad got me this job. But instead, mm -hmm. I want to reflect God's love by really working hard so that people um, aren't suffering because I'm not doing my job mm -hmm. well. All of those things are things that we can think about that can transform our world. And I think... One thing that I really admire about Botswana that um, that I don't know if Botswana have thought about it this way, but the idea that they didn't fight a conflict, right, to win their independence. In the peace, in the idea of like, it almost feels like violence. They would rather have like a tyrant rule over them than to rise up in like yeah. a violent revolt. Mm. And I, you know, some people may see that as weakness, but I see that as kingdom ethics, that we would rather suffer than go through a violent, because we know that it's not gonna produce the life that we want, right? Yeah. It's just gonna produce chaos, it's gonna create turmoil yeah. and death, and we don't want that, you know what I mean? And I think that's um, something that's super admirable about the culture that maybe people haven't even thought about it, but, mm. um, that's another kingdom way that we don't have to be the violent people, right? To get what we want, to take so that we yeah. can have what we want. Mm -hmm. um, but anyways, yeah, I'll, I'll stop talking. So yeah, <laughs> uh, I have a story. So um, two years ago, my my cousin and my brothers, we were building uh, a kitchen uh, out out uh, not attached to the house. We were just building a kitchen. It was just a decent sized uh, building everything you know so we were making the the concrete the, the the blocks yeah you know to build that and we were just making them and then my my cousin she just came like hey can i make one block you know uh i wanna you know i wanna be part of this and we just helped her everything you know just do most of the job most of heavy job you know putting everything you know beating and forming it the block and then the only thing that she has to do was just to you know lift uh the 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 form and then just leave the block 
play, you know. And then she did that. She lifted, and she was so happy, you know, like yes, I did it, you know. She wrote her name and everything, <laughs> you know, in the blog. And when we were, it was the only blog when we were building. She like, please put it right at the entrance, you know, and then don't cover it, you know. She wanted her name written, you know. We place it at the entrance and everything, you know. And every time she goes in there, you know, she feels like she she was part of the people. Mm who, you know, who built, you know, that she contributed to that, you know. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like that's the same perspective when it comes to, to heaven, you know. We, it's not like we are building to, we are building heaven, you know, mm -hmm. but we are contributing for that, you know. Mm -hmm. So whatever we're doing now, you know, is as if, like, we are my cousin, you know, who did a little bit, you know, <laughs> but that block place, you know, yeah. but for some reason, you know, that thing, you know, God, God is honoring what whatever we're doing right yeah. now, you know. So, but we get that, we get aligned, we get our feelings, you know, and our emotion aligned when we are in worship. Yeah. When he asks the question, God, who can I pray for now, you know? And then God leads us, you know, to people who really need, you know, these prayers, you know. I just felt like most of the times that I felt love towards someone, you know, not, not romantic love and everything, yeah, yeah. you know. But most of the times that I felt that, you know, most of the time that I felt compassion, most of the times that I felt God, you know, showed me a little bit of what someone is going through, you know, was when my heart was in that worship yeah. moment, you know, mm -hmm. when I was just walking like, please, God, show me someone, you know, God will show me someone who was going through something, you know, for some reason, I would just feel a little bit of sadness, you know, and I would go and talk to that person, you know, just find out that the person is going through a lot of things, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like when we have that moment, you know, we're giving God space, you know, to come and use us to heal these people. But in that God coming and using us, you know, for some reason, God honors our acts, you know, and yeah. then as if that block, yeah. you know, God places the block. That's really good. That's a beautiful picture for sure. Do you have any other maybe um, final thoughts? I don't think there's anything I can add to what you've said. Yeah. I think you guys have said a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah worth pondering on like yeah. everything you do you should do as yeah. god what can i do to honor you yeah. in this mm -hmm. moment or what can i do for the next person to show them that this is yeah. your love yeah i think the only other thing that i just would want to add even to what paulo you were saying is this idea that at the end of the day we need the holy spirit's help right mm. like it, it's not like we're telling you go out and try harder you know what i'm saying <laughs> yes. um but it's an invitation to say, God, what do you want to say today? Because yeah. he, you know, it's crazy as it may sound, he will lead people into your life that you can speak life over. He'll direct you at times. Um, and really, it's like the block, right? He's mm -hmm. the one that's doing all the interior work. Yeah. Yeah. But we're just coming and saying, God, can I have a little, yeah. a little piece of <laughs> what you're doing? And it's out of love that he invites us to see mm -hmm. what he's doing constantly yeah. in the lives of others and inviting us to take part. Mm -hmm. And I think... That in itself is maybe a great summary of what worship is, mm -hmm. is that when we align our hearts with what God is trying to do um, and we say, God, what are you saying? What are you doing? I want to be a part. God meets us in that moment and we're not the same, right? He allows us to take part in what he's doing and also it transforms us at the same moment. Mm -hmm. and that can happen in song and that can happen in our everyday just going to school for many of you, right? Yeah. So awesome. I think this is a great discussion to maybe dive a little bit deeper into what worship is and uh we'll plan to talk about family next time guys yep. so all right until nice. then yes all right nice. bye guys bye, bye.
Hey everyone, this is just a brief reminder that if you've had a question come up from this discussion or you just have a question in general that you want to ask us on the podcast, uh, now is the time to do it. We want to make sure that we get these questions in for the end of the season Q and R, uh, and we cannot wait to hear your guys' questions, to read them, and to be able to respond. But we can't do that unless you send them to us. So make sure if you're a part of Kingdom Movement already, you can personally message us your question or you can send them via our Instagram, and we will make sure to read those, and hopefully we will answer your question on the season finale question and answer, uh, question and response episode. All right, thanks guys.